And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to round three of the social game. Yeah. It is round three. Your favorite nerds, Jake and Danny, are here. Hey. Coming at you with all the entertainment topics and information. Yeah. Some you may know about, others you may not know about. But the mm -hmm. point is, it's always a fun time here on the social game. Hopefully. And it is indeed time to play the game. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So, hello, Danny. Hi, Jacob. How are you? I'm very tired, but good. Yeah, you've had a heck of a week so far. Yeah, I've you? had a heck of a couple weeks, honestly. In and out of doctor's appointments. Yeah, running around, trying to get paperwork. Working. Sending the paperwork internationally, working. Going to interviews. Yeah, doing lots of things. <laughs> yeah, certainly keeping busier than I am, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's okay. I'm glad you're not as busy. Uh, well, jealous. I'd like to think I'm not as busy, but, you know, I still got stuff to do you, for sure. You're in school, which is a different kind of busy. Yeah, then I still have a job in the meantime. Yeah. Um, had some, had some frustrating days uh, yeah. this past week, yeah. but um, I'm going to look past it exactly. and move on. They're done. Yeah. You're not living in those days anymore. Yeah. Unless, of course, um, I, I see something that shouldn't be out on the floor, at which point I'm going to start yelling at people. <laughs> oh, no. And we won't get to that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we just got a lot of stuff to address in this round of the social game. Mm -hmm. And one thing I got to say... Um, I was uh, I had some free time this afternoon, and so I was reading some articles online. And I, I got to tell you, I came across something that really made me mad. What What is it? I was outraged. I was outraged at what I read. Okay. Okay. So the American Music Awards have released their nominations. Okay. Who's nominated for what? Yeah. Um. And so there are five categories of uh, for pop and rock. Which include, but are not limited to, favorite male artist, favorite female artist, favorite duo or group, favorite album, and favorite song. But there's a catch this year. Not a single rock artist has been nominated. Oh. Yeah, Loudwire.com published the story. And um, I, I'm just going to read off the nominees. Um, so, favorite male artist. Wait, 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 one second. One second. Before you start that, is. It's pop and rock together. It's not a pop category and a rock category. Yeah, it's pop slash rock. That's stupid. It is very stupid, isn't <laughs> They're it? They're two different genres. See, that's why Danny's my co-host. She gets it. <laughs> she gets it. Okay, so anyway, here are the nominees for favorite male artists. Keep in mind, this is pop slash rock. Yeah. Pop and rock. Yeah. Your nominees are Justin Bieber, Post Malone, and The Weeknd. Did the, wait, when was the last time The Weeknd released music? I'll be really honest up front. I don't really keep up with with a lot of things. So maybe they have had some good songs come out that I just am completely ignorant of. But I didn't know The Weeknd still made music. Or honestly, Justin Bieber. Yeah, I thought uh, Justin Bieber was busy being Alec Baldwin's new nephew. But um, yeah. So anyway, here's your favorite female artist nominees, okay. uh, pop and rock. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Deserves it. Lady Gaga, and Dua Lipa. Okay, Dua Lipa, I love so much. She's amazing, and I am okay with her being up there. Lady yeah. Gaga is an amazing singer, and I haven't listened to any of her music. Yeah, but... honestly, but I don't oppose that. Well, here's the thing. It says rock. Yeah. None of them are rock. 
Well, is, name some female rock singers who are still active. Um, Amy Lee from Evanescence. Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. Uh, oh. Maria Brink from In This Moment. Stevie uh, Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Is she Matt. still releasing music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac's still around. Okay. Um, yeah, they need to separate the categories. And also, um, Taylor Momsen from The Pretty uh, Reckless. That's yeah. another great singer. Oh, Taylor Momsen. Yeah, you didn't know she had a band? I knew she had a band. I just didn't the know Pretty she was, Reckless. That's I who they are. I didn't know if she was still making music. You should check it out. It's yeah. really good. They're a really good group. Um, see, speaking of groups, here's the next one. Favorite yeah. duo or group. Uh, Maroon 5. Yawn. Again, they're still making music? Yeah, Yawn. Jonas Brothers. Okay, they are... They, I, I like their songs. And BTS. Okay. That's that's a good one, too. I like BTS. Yeah, they're... They deserve to be up there. I'm just saying, there are many other credible yes. bands oh, that could yes. have gotten nominated. Oh, yes. Agreed. I could spend hours listing them, but we don't have enough time for that. We need more... Okay, here's the thing. We need more, like, band bands. Like, artists who, like, play their own music... And, like, actually perform, not just people who, like, sit and sing. Which is, nothing's fine. I mean, it's, I can't speak English today, sorry. (laughs) Um, There's nothing wrong with, like, only being able to sing. Or, like, you know, whatever. Just jamming on stage. If people enjoy that, then they enjoy it. There's a market for it. But I personally miss, miss when people, like, had, like, band stuff and, you know, played their own instruments and, like, jammed on stage. I say miss as if I've experienced it, <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, and next one's a list of favorite album, pop and rock. Harry Styles with oh, his deserved. album, Fine Line. Deserved. Taylor Swift's Folklore. Yeah, sure. And you mentioned The Weeknd. Their album, After Hours, was nominated. Oh. So apparently The Weeknd came out with something that the American Music Awards really liked. I have to look that up. I'm so curious now. You can if you want. And I, I'm I'll look it up later. Down to listen to your feedback. You get a chance <laughs> to listen to it. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't care for the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know all you. I know all you females. You all love Harry Styles. You stand him. You swear by him. Plenty of you guys like him too. I'm not one of those guys. <gasps> Why not? His songs are good. It's simple. He's got ties to One Direction. You don't like One Direction? No. <gasps> Jacob. Not a chance. Jacob. It's so good. I didn't like what Uh, it did to the female race. What? Okay, music in general has, there's always been something like that. Why do people hate on everything just because girls like it? No, it's not that. I mean, I just don't like bands in general that play really chicky music (gasps) and stuff like that. I'm into bands that have serious aspirations to rule the world. One Direction ruled the world. Yeah, but they didn't want to rule the world. The girls threw them into the position well, of ruling the world. They still ruled the world, and they did wonderfully. And I am a Directioner, so. All right, we can still be friends. Okay, good. But um, yeah, One Direction for me, not a chance. Okay. So anyway, here's a list of the songs that were nominated. Okay. Um, uh, let's see, The Weekends, Blinding Lights. Um, Post Malone Circles, Dua Lipa's Don't Start Now, Louis Capaldi's Someone You Love. He's good. And Roddy Rich's The Box. Never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't heard of that either. No, maybe? I don't know. I'd have to hear it. That sounds familiar, but maybe I've just heard somebody talk about it. 
And last but not least, favorite artist, alternative rock. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, listen to these nominations. Okay. Tame Impala. Oh, I've heard of them. Billie Eilish. She, I, I like her as a person. I like Billie, of her music. I, I like Billie Eilish too. Not my style, but. I do like Billie Eilish, but she's not alternative rock. Really? I just want to clarify that. Mm. I do like Billie Eilish. She's not alternative rock. Mm. And last nominee, can't believe I'm saying this, 21 Pilots. Again, they made new music? They must How have. I miss so much. Well, I guess I need to talk to my sisters. My sisters are huge <laughs> 21 Pilot yeah. fans. Um, I never got into them personally. Mm. Uh, they were just not my style. Yeah. Um, I like Stressed Out, but like, I, I just, I didn't really vibe with most, I'm, I'm like, I'm more of a folk music person, honestly, and old rock, like 70s rock. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of picky about that. Yeah, so stuff. if anyone's wondering, I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt today. That's how outraged I was. I was like, I need to slap some rock and roll on my head and my ears. <laughs> because they got, the rock genre got so disrespected by the AMAs. That's how outraged I am. And that's why I'm outraged. They should just like make more rock separate. Because pop and rock are so different these days. Well, they don't want to separate. Unless they have the, pop rock. Well, you want to hear my conspiracy? Punk pop. My conspiracy? They're not going to separate that because they don't want rock musicians getting any kind of glory at all. Why? There's Why a conspiracy they? against rock. Why? There is still a conspiracy against How? rock. How? Because they don't like what rock promotes. They think rock is too hard and too heavy. They think it only caters to one demographic in the nation. Um, yeah, which is a lie. Because mm. I know plenty of women that love rock and roll. Plenty of men, too. Yes. Plenty of people, because it's a music genre. Yeah. And you can like it regardless of gender. Yeah, but there are still people that make rock gender-specific. What? That's stupid. It is very stupid. Music is music. Yeah. Guys can enjoy soft, happy music, and girls can enjoy some rock. Goodness. And nothing excites me more than a woman who loves rock and roll. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. If I can talk to her for an hour on a band like, say, uh, Def Leppard, or ACDC, or even more modern bands like Shinedown, or Papa Roach. I've never listened to any of those. Yeah, I, I got some homework for you later. Um, <laughs> I have too much homework. Yeah, well, I have too much homework too, but um, doesn't mean I'm not going to mind giving it out. But anyway, the AMAs are going to take place on ABC uh, November 22nd, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, if you care to watch wow. it. Um, it's close to Thanksgiving. Yeah, very close to Thanksgiving. Um Speaking of which, do you actually have any plans for Thanksgiving this year? I'm sure that my family does, but they don't inform me of things until those things are happening. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll find out when I'm in the car. Yeah. Or when people show up to our house. Yeah. I have, yep. I have no idea what we're doing for Thanksgiving this mm-hmm. year. It's going to be a very weird year because, you know, usually every year we like to go down to Florida ah. to see our family, but... It's going to be hard to pinpoint, like, who would be hosting Thanksgiving because, you know, yeah. my grandma's stuck at the assisted living facility. She can't yeah. really go anywhere, and uh, nobody's allowed to really – well, actually, strike that. Um, a couple different times, they've actually let some of the family actually go up and see her. Oh, um, not to her room, but, but they'll – But, like, t- through a window or something? No, they take, they'll take her to a separate room where she can meet gotcha. family and stuff like that, just as long as it's not her room. Gotcha. So some of the family have actually gone up there and done that, well, which I'm good. thankful for. Yeah, that's really good. Which goes a long way for my grandma. My grandmother's 
She's a very sociable person. She likes interaction. Yeah. Obviously, COVID took a lot of that away from oh, her. Oh, yeah. So um, it's good that, you know, they're opening up their doors so my family can actually see her. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. My yeah. family normally, like, goes to my aunt's or my grandmother's. Every once in a blue moon, people will come to our house, but it's not super often. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine how you could hold that many people. Your house is kind of <laughs> you small. You can't. The answer is you can't. You barely have enough room for me when I come over. <laughs> we always, I mean, like, the kids end up going outside. You know, people just kind of hang out wherever. Yeah. Sit on the floor, kitchen and living room, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how they're going to do the Macy's. I don't even think they're going to do the Macy's Parade this year. Thanksgiving Day Parade? I have never... I I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it. I like to watch the American Kennel Club dog show the morning of. (laughs) That's my favorite Thanksgiving. I I love watching the Thanksgiving Parade every day. Every every year on Thanksgiving Day. Like, that would be my personal (gasps) tradition I would do for myself. If my family didn't watch it with me, I would still go go watch the parade on my own. Yeah. They should, like... If they can't do the actual parade, they should just, like, rent a massive field or something mm-hmm. and, like, video the parade in a field so that mm. people can still have the the nostalgia and the, the tradition of the parade without the spike in cases. Well, the one thing I envisioned is that if they were going to try to do something like that, it would be something like what ABC was doing over the summer with the Disney sing-alongs. Yeah. Where they would, like, video in performances. Yes, that's also a good idea. The only thing is, how <gasps> do you... sing-along parade. The only thing is, how do you do that with a bunch of Broadway musicals? You can sing along really easy to those. And trust me, the performers would be glad to be back because Broadway is in shambles right now and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are out of jobs. Oh, yes. So if they could, like, give people an income for even just a week, I'm sure they would be very happy. Um, But I know so many Broadway performers would be willing to do that. The problem is right now... Are you one of those Broadway performers? Well, I've never performed on Broadway, so I don't consider myself a Broadway performer. Or has she? If they asked me to, I would say yes. Probably. What would be your first musical to do? Uh, Oh, no. Um, I really love Les Mis. Les Mis. I would love to be in Les Mis. Also, if I were better at dancing, Cats, the Mm. musical. I love Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. Yeah, I like Cats, too. Some... Cats is the musical that divides people because some people really love it, other people really hate it. I love it a lot. And I'm just going to say this, I'm not going to watch the movie. There was a movie that came out last year. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, the movie, I had very mixed emotions. Overall, I liked it because they kind of... At least compared to the DVD version of Cats that came out before, that was filmed in like the 80s or whenever, or 90s, whenever it was, Um, the movie version kind of tells the story a little more coherently and clarifies a lot of things, whereas if you watch the older version, it's like, what the heck is happening? It's just a whole bunch of cats singing about themselves. And you're like, what's the plot here? And then all of a sudden, there's, like, an evil cat, and cats are disappearing, and then cats are coming back, and there's magic, and then one of the cats, like, ascends into the heavens. Um, And you're like, whoa, I don't understand. But the movie clarified a lot of that, which was good. Um, However, they changed the tune to my favorite song. 
What is your favorite song? Mungo Jerry and Herbal Teaser. Hmm. They changed the tune completely, which ruined it for me. I was very upset. But overall, I liked it. I enjoyed it. They Skimbleshanks was amazing. Great number. Great number. Ian McKellen killed it. Jason Derulo killed it. I wasn't expecting... Not that I was expecting little from him, but, like, he knocked it out of the park. Mm. I could talk about cats for a long time, so... Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have, like, the taping of the 98 uh, musical yeah, on yeah. DVD. I actually have it, and I've watched it a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I personally like Cats as a musical. I really yeah. like it. At one point, I was obsessed with it. Yeah. Where I, point where I would have dreams of, like, me and all my friends <laughs> playing the characters and singing the songs. I was old Deuteronomy, oh, uh, yeah. by the way. Old Deuteronomy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, fun fact. Um, old Deuteronomy was portrayed for many years by Ken Page, mm-hmm. the same actor that lent his voice to Oogie Boogie from The Nightmare Before <gasps> Christmas. And, okay, that's And the Kingdom Hearts for- games. Yes! Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have to go watch Nightmare Before Christmas now. Yep. Finally. Old Deuteronomy is Oogie Boogie. Old Deuteronomy. Yep. <laughs> what have you become? Yep. <laughs> no. But no, no. The, A lot of fun. The movie was very divisive but very good. I think what their fatal flaw was, was keeping the human noses. I think if they had given everyone cat noses with their bad CGI, that it would have been a thousand times better. But the human noses on the cat body was too much. On the human cat body. Because basically it was a human body with ears. Yeah. With cat ears. Human bodies have ears too, thankfully. It was a human body with cat ears and a tail. So, like, if they had just done one more cat thing, like the nose, I think it would have worked. But, but unfortunately, they didn't hire me to be the creative director. Yeah. If you ever hire Danny to be your creative director... (laughs) Like, she's going to call the shots. Like, she will tell you what you need to do and how Dream you need to do it. Right. And if you, it's her way or the highway. If you don't do <laughs> what she says, she's going to fire you. I, like, I, promise, I promise I am actually a really collaborative worker. I'm not a bully. But yeah. if I have a good idea, you're going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, today is a day. It's going to go down in the books. Oh, wow. Not just because it's round three of the social game. Yeah. But because, um, let's see, today is Tuesday, October 27th. It is. It was a lovely day. Good. And, it's social, and there was something on social media that actually made it really, really great today. What, what was it? Blake, Shelton, and Gwen Stefani got engaged today. They weren't already? Nope. I thought they were married. Nope. They got engaged today. <laughs> today. Oh, good for them. After years of courting, they have finally decided they are ready to tie the knot. Wow. Uh, Blake Shelton, of course, uh, you know him as the judge from The Voice. Yes. And, amongst, and a country singer. Yeah, amongst one of our top country singers <sighs> yeah. of our generation. Um, I actually remember when I was down in Florida, we were watching an episode of Today on the weekend, and mm-hmm. one of those highlighted guests was Blake Shelton. Yes. And they did an in-depth interview with him like that summed up his entire career from the late 90s up until basically then in 2018. And, you know, chronicling, you know, his early hits – from like the early 2000s, you know, his work on The Voice and, you know, his uh, marriage with Miranda Lambert that yeah. didn't go as the way they had hoped. I like Miranda Lambert. And falling in love with Gwen Stefani, yeah. you know, where they are now. So, yeah, I am a big proponent of love and marriage. So it was a perfect counter to the anger I felt when I read that article on Loudwire. 
So thank you, Blake, and thank you, Gwen, for making the day a little more tolerable. Good. Thank you. I was I'm I was happy. I'm always happy when I hear somebody gets engaged. Mm. I mean, who isn't happy when somebody gets engaged? Exactly. Only Grinches. Yeah. Bitter people that have never been able to find love and as a result gave up. You see, I haven't found love, but I'm not going to be one of the bitter people that gives up. Good. Don't yeah. be. I know she's out there. Yeah. Either yeah. I haven't been looking hard enough or the timing is not right. It's either yeah. one. God will bring the right person in the right time, you know? Yeah. So don't stress. I I keep getting, like, tarot card readings. Tarot card readings. Different. Tarot, tarot, I don't know how to say things. Um, I think it's I keep, tarot. It's it, either or. Some people say tarot. Okay. Some would say tarot. Um, I keep getting, on, like, TikTok and Instagram, random ones popping up. And they keep saying, like, same thing about my soulmate. And I don't, like, put a lot of stock into that stuff. But it is weird that these, like, really, like, like views, videos with only, like, a couple hundred views are popping up. And they all say the exact same thing about what my soulmate's going to, like, look like and be like. And, um, I'm curious to see if it turns out true one day. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I was actually hanging out with some friends in Rock Hill uh, the other day. We went to this store uh, over by Knowledge Park called the Mercantile, mm -hmm. which is also home to the Rock Hill Community Fridge. Um, if you want to go over there, it's a really uh, great way to give back to the community. Anybody who's struggling during this time, so any donations you give goes to them. So it's a fantastic way to give back. Yeah. Uh, we profiled it on what they're close up. So remember that, Rock Hill Community Fridge. Go check it out if you can. It's really cool. And so we went into the Mercantile store, and it was, I got to tell you, it was far from what I was expecting. I was expecting something kind of like the store where you work at. You yeah. know, thrifty, yeah. you know, small, a little bit more on the conservative gotcha. side. But, um, a little more quaint. Yeah, it was the opposite of that. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, there were some. Modern, um, fresh. Yeah. Ready to hit the big shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there were some things in there. There were some signs that we saw. I can't say them out loud on the air. <laughs> um, and then uh, we actually did see tarot cards oh, um, yeah. in there as well. Like there was a whole like Shelf. small section like full of tarot like wow. cards and you know all the figurines and all the you know artifacts that are used for an actual tarot reading. So that was kind of cool. That is interesting. And then there were flowers everywhere. And then you go upstairs and it's a bunch of pillows. And Ooh. So yeah, it's the Mercantile in Rock Hill. It's a, it's a bit of a unique store. It's kind of like the urban outfitters of knickknacks. Yeah, almost like a world market. Yeah. I like world market. Uh, I've never actually so, been to world they're market. They're so expensive, but it's really cool. They have a lot of like international stuff. And a lot of like earthy. Um, it feels kind of like a thrift store, but it's not a thrift store. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. At least, yeah, it's not a thrift store. Um, I gotta tell you, mm -hmm. even though the year is almost over, I still mm -hmm. miss Survivor. I miss Survivor a lot too. Yeah. I know we're trying to stay safe and everything, but it's tough, you know, not yeah. being able to tune in on Wednesday nights to see what's going on the island. Hashtag yeah. White Rice Wednesday. Yeah, White White Rice Wednesday. I gotta make sure I say <laughs> that right. White Rice Wednesday. Or if you're 
Or if you're uh, Michelle Fitzgerald, uh, White Wine Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's her thing now on Instagram. Nice. Uh, she she actually did a thing for a while. She was going live with like various castmates yeah. from Winners at War. You can actually find nice. you can actually find a lot of the videos on YouTube. Nice. I watched uh, the interview she had with Boston Rob, where they were just going back and forth for like almost an hour, and it was great. Ooh. Even Amber came in and talked <gasps> for a few minutes. Amber. Yeah. It's like it's like America's Next Top Model. Mr. J did that. He went through all this or most of the seasons, if not all the seasons he was on, and he'd have a contestant come back and like he'd spill the behind the scenes tea. It's very interesting. I'm just waiting for the day Amber finally joins Instagram. Ah, oh, like, I know. You know what Amber when Rob, Boston Maybe Rob she's joined, already on, but it's private, and she doesn't want anybody to know. All I'm saying is when Boston Rob joined Instagram, like, it exploded. Like, oh, now yeah. he's got, let me see, how many followers does Boston Rob got? It's kind of like, because he's, you know, the man when yeah. it comes to Survivor. So, like, when he Jeff's got... Jeff's true love. Yeah. <laughs> the romance that will never be beat. Yeah. He, <laughs> Jeff Probst would never say it out loud, uh, but he stands Boston Rob. Oh, he, he says it with his eyes. Yeah. He doesn't need to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, Bossa Rob has 157,000 followers oh, nice. on Instagram. Nice. 157,000. So, because oh, his marketplace wow. is always growing yes. on social media. Uh, but I imagine if, like, Amber joined Instagram, like, social media would explode. Because everyone's... Survivor community would, at least. Yeah, well, I mean... On the on his first Instagram post in 2019, he got it like right around the time Island of the Isles premiered, oh. and he's on it quite a bit. Like as a result, like he's constantly updating his Instagram story. Like he's always yeah. posting pictures of like Amber and the kids cute. and stuff like his that. His kids are cute. Yeah, and um, Danny, uh, the winner from Guatemala, competed yes. on Winners at War. Yes. She commented on um, his Instagram post and said. Who cares about your Instagram? I want to know where Amber's is. Yeah, go Danny. <laughs> yeah. My buddy. Yeah. The one who shares it. your namesake. Exactly. Yeah. She's a woman named Danny who won Survivor. She's living my dream. Yeah. You know, she was also a sportscaster from Kansas. Cool. Yeah. She's also a mom. Yeah, that's also cool. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah, she is. There's a lot of women that are underrated on Survivor because... They're women. They're women. Let's be real. They're underrated because they're women. Exactly. Yeah. It really is. It is... The the way women in Survivor are treated drives me crazy sometimes. Well, you know a woman hasn't won since Sarah won Game Changers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and like, just... the, The way people talk about them is, one, disgusting, but also, like, if a guy did any of the same things a woman do, they'd everyone would be freaking out and like that's so cool they made this move but a girl does it and they're like you used your beauty that's not fair i was like okay well maybe we can't help the way we look Thank i'm you. just saying michelle did and she won poverty did and she won if so it, it's a bold use, strategy it, it, if you can use you have to use what you have you can only play the cards that you've been given some of the men use their looks too yep. <laughs> fabio oh fabio <laughs> The guy that duded his way all the way to the end, like I he, love it. he, that's he was a guy that had no strategy game to him whatsoever. Exactly. He didn't even have that great of a social game. <laughs> the only reason he won is because he never ruffled any feathers. Yeah. Like Chase had just... double crossed and Sash 
Sash was the GOAT, okay? <laughs> there was a reason he was at that final tribal yeah. council. He was the dumbest player uh, ever to play that game. What What is one of those... Oh, man, I just lost my question as I was saying it. <laughs> person, person who got to the end and deserved to win but didn't. Person who got to the, the end... Because the jury was bitter or whatever. Well... Who, who do you think? Or it's just a couple... Well, some people still argue to this day that Russell deserved to win Samoa, mm. uh, but the jury was bitter and ultimately gave it to Natalie. Mm. And um, I just want to say, um, Natalie uh, got away from the Survivor community while Russell's still in it. Yeah. He still does a podcast. He yeah. talks about the show all the time. Oh, yeah. There, There's a reason Russell won two fan favorite awards. I mean, I personally... He's yeah, he's entertaining. Um, His Twitter is great. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> We stand Russell Hans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't say he should have won Heroes vs. Villains, no. but I definitely think he should have won Samoa. Mm. I don't know if I'd watch Samoa. Because Natalie, um, Natalie was merely a follower of that Bull Alliance, and so was Mick. Mm. Mick had no acumen to him. Honestly, the guy that could have given Russell a run for his money was Jay Slime from Survivor ah. Samoa. And Jeff Probst even said it in the cast assessment. He was yeah. like, we could be way into the jury, and Jason is a huge physical threat that could kick your butt at every challenge. Yeah. You kept him in the game this long, you fools. And Jeff you fools. And Jeff even said he would have loved to have given that check to Jason. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, and Jason, he was just two days short. Had he made it to day thirty-nine, he probably so would have been sad. a millionaire. That's so sad. I I feel so bad for so many people on Survivor who make it so close, yep. and they just luck wasn't on their side. Well, let's think of the great players that made it deep but didn't win. Um, it happened to Suri like three times. Oh, I know, Suri. Uh, David from Millennials yeah. vs. Gen X. Mm-hmm. He he would have won had he made it to the yeah. end. Uh, Michelle? Yeah, Michelle should have won yeah. uh, Winners at War. Well, I mean, I the right person won because yeah. Tony... I think all three of them deserve to win yeah. for the most part. But Michelle's jury speech, I mean, that was the <sighs> so greatest... Good. That was the greatest form of jury management ever. That's probably will go down as the greatest jury speech to have not garnered a single vote. I, I know. Like, it's, yeah. she deserved more. Yeah. She deserved better. Those notes that those votes for Natalie should have gone to her. Yeah. Just saying. I know. Uh, but Tony, man, Tony, here's a guy who evolved so much, like on Survivor. Um, I, I honestly was. Really happy that he won. Oh yeah, Winners at War. I love Tony. The the way he changed so much, how he you know stuck with his alliance, Spy check. and how aggressive he got. Yeah. He he was he was aggressive at the right time though. Yeah. He wasn't like it from the offset like he, he did from the really other season. He really played it well. Like yeah. everything he did was like he was so lucky, but on top of that, he was a great player and it just worked yeah. perfectly. And he, he really proved himself to be the best of the best. Yeah. Like, in Survivor. Like, he's got to be amongst the top five all-time oh, yeah. players. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I would love to have a conversation with that man. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the stories he could tell. <laughs> um, I, See, I really want to be Tony. I like to think about, like, if I were on Survivor. And then I realized if I was on Survivor with anyone similar to the great players, I think I would just, like, freeze... And the only reason I might make it through is if they think I'm dumb enough to keep me. <laughs> Did that make sense? Like, kind of the Boston Rob syndrome. 
from Redemption <laughs> Island. They're just gonna be like, this girl's dumb. Well, let's keep her. She can't win. Well, remember <laughs> Russell said it in Samoa. He had a dumb girls alliance. Yeah. <laughs> we love the way women are treated. And then Boss and Rob, when he came from Redemption Island, like, Everybody was so enamored with him that he oh, ran know. that game. Oh, I know. It drives me crazy. Like, there's so many times watching it. I'm like, why doesn't everyone just stand up and say no? Like, cause, like collect, it's so, that's what I love about Survivor, I guess, is there's so much power in the game. You know, like, yep. you can have collective power, you can have individual power, but sometimes one person somehow ends up with all the power, everybody else hates it, and yet they do literally nothing. Yep, that's and how it goes. it's fascinating how all the dynamics just work out that way. It's such a cool social experiment. I wish, I wish there were more, like, social experiment aspects to it. You want to make this episode interesting a little how? bit? I want to ask you something, because yeah. it's a thought that's been going around in my head for a while. Mm-hmm. Should Survivor bring back another All-Star season? And, Not right now. And you were one of the All-Stars. Chosen. I was one of the All-Stars? If you were an All-Star, Ooh. who would your five tribe mates be oh on your tribe gosh. of six? Oh, my gosh. Um, whoever my closest alliance was in my season. Yeah. Um... You can only have one ally from your <laughs> okay. season. Okay, okay. Then I'll choose my seasonal ally. Um... Oh, man, that's really hard. It's kind of hard because everybody's such a big target. Yeah. You know, um... Yeah, but I ooh. think, a la the first ooh, ooh, version... Ooh, ooh. What? I don't know her name! Uh, Who was There was it? a girl. She had glasses. She which, was really cute. Which season um, was it? <laughs> David versus Molly. Was it Gabby? I don't know. You said a girl with glasses? Yeah. Yeah, that's Gabby. She was, she was funny. I literally... I Was it the girl that had anxiety? So the girl that like had anxiety and was freaking I, out. I feel like we'd connect and we wouldn't be so threatening that like people would be like, ha, watch out for them. People would just be like, oh, there's two girls with anxiety. Yeah. And then we would like overthink everything but somehow manage to pull it together and win. That would be Gabby Pax Susie okay. uh, from David vs. Like Goliath. Uh, um, Jeff likened her to a female Cochran. So. Yeah, okay. I feel like that would work. Yep. Um, Speaking, okay, my third person would be Cochran. Cochran. Because... If Cochran wanted to come back. I, I'd get plenty of screen time, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go to Survivor to win. I go to Survivor to be on TV. Yeah. Um, just kidding, but... um, Then my fourth... I really like Haley Ford. I, love I like her. Haley too. I love I, her. I don't know what's going on with her, but I miss I her. I know. I, she was my winner's pick her season, and obviously yeah. that didn't happen. But I still have faith in her. I think the timing was just wrong. Well, she's a great. I think she has. She's a great though. talker. Like, yes. She's a really great talker. Yes. And then we need some muscle in our alliance. And so, who's your mate. muscle going to be? Um, that's a good question. There are a lot of strong players. There are a lot. Um. <clears throat> Ooh, I really don't know on that one. You want to hear my tribe? <laughs> yeah, I do. My tribe of five all-star tribe mates, if I could pick. Um, I'm going to pick... I'm going to start right off the bat with Muscle. I'm going to go with John from okay. David versus Goliath. Yeah. Because, one, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Um, okay. I would love to have conversations with him on the beach because he seems like not just a big, brooding guy, but he's also got to get really deep thoughtful person yeah and so like he's you know kind of a down-to-earth dude he's strong yet soft yeah and you know 
when he got blindsided in David versus Goliath, he took it probably the best way possible. Like, he got blindsided when he didn't see it coming, and he smiled about it. Aww. He was like, you guys got me. And, he, and it was, like, so humble. And Jeff Probst said, like, he would absolutely have John back on the show. And I would just be like. Do it, John. Do yeah. it. Yeah, so John would be okay. my go-to for muscle. And um, this might be a cast member that gets overlooked, but I'm going to pick Jim Rice from Survivor South Pacific. I'll tell you why I picked Jim. Okay. Super smart guy, versatile background, had a ton of strategic acumen. The problem was in South Pacific, he got voted out too early. Mm. Um, he made it to the merge. He's actually the first contestant to both win immunity and get voted out in the same episode. Oh. Yep. And the reason he got voted out was because Cochran flipped. Gotcha. Did he give his immunity away? No, he did not give his immunity away. Was there an idol nullifier? No, it was a two-part episode. Oh. So he won immunity one day, and then the next day he lost, gotcha. and then he got blindsided when Cochran flipped on their alliance. That's so sad. Yeah. Cochran became the sacrificial lamb on South Pacific. Yes. Flipped on his team, and then the team he thought he was with <laughs> flipped on him. So, Aww. yeah. That's happened so many times. It really, it really has. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I picked Jim Rice because, you know, he's really smart. I think I think we'd go along because he's had a personal career. He worked as a broker on Wall Street, and now wow. is a uh, he's a poker player, and Ooh. he also is a medical marijuana dispenser. Ah, interesting. Yep, very versatile. A, a jack of all trades, yep. truly. A gem of all trades. A gem this, of all trades. In, in this case. Just like I say, <laughs> I'm a jake of all trades. Offshoot. Yeah. I was playing The Sims 4 the other night, and I made this character just, you know, making random people, and I was trying to choose a name. And you know what? You have to feel the name. You can't just choose a name that just any name. You have to feel it. It's like the Jellicle name. You just have to have the right one. What was the name? And, well, I'm flipping through. I don't remember what. I think I ended up naming him, like, Paolo or something. But um, I'm flipping through the, like, randomizer, and I'm like, huh, Sebastian, Frederick. Harry, and then it got to Jim, and I literally went, Jim? I've never heard that name before. And then, like, literally, like, five minutes later, I was like, oh my gosh, I know so many people named Jim. That's, like, the most yep. common name. So, yeah, I'm stupid, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not stupid. I'm sleep-deprived. Yeah, she's sleep-deprived. <laughs> There's a difference. She's had a long week. Anyways, um, back so, to yeah. your dream. So, as far as the women on my tribe, um... I have to think about that one because I'm trying to keep it where no prior winners. Gotcha. So, um, sorry, Michelle. I would love to have you on my tribe, but you've already won. Um, you'd be too much of a threat. No more win for you. Yeah. Um, let's see. I would pick um, Lauren Rimmer from Survivor Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers. Ah. You remember her? Yes. She was uh, the blonde fisherwoman who Just probably cool. was in the greatest position in the game. And could have won, but gave half of her idol to Mike. Mike threw it in the fire, and then Ben played his idol, and Lauren got sent home with a single vote. One Rip. vote. That's depressing. Yeah, and it's a shame, because she was a great player. And mm -hmm. I feel like she would bring a lot to the table. She was a good leader. She was a good shot caller. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would. I think I would like to have Lauren on my tribe, because she would be a tremendous asset oh, yeah. in like every possible way. Uh, let's see, who else would I like to handle next try? Okay, now we, we've talked in the past about Survivor Ghost Island, how we didn't care for the edit. Because yeah. it was mostly the Wendell and Dom show. Yes. Um, 
player that did not get a lot of attention that I thought should have gotten more was Chelsea. And yes, yes, yeah. yes. I yes. I want Chelsea on my drive because, okay. like John, she's a challenge threat. Mm-hmm. She proved that a lot on oh, Ghost yeah. Island. And you know she's got she's got good social acumen too. They just never showed it. Is exactly. a thing. That's why I like watching the extra clips on YouTube yes. because you see what you don't, what doesn't make air. Oh. You get to know these people more. When I get on Survivor, I'm giving the editors no choice. Yeah. But to air my commentary. Yeah. At least as a blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. That that's a good that's a good. Let's see. Tribe. There's one more. Yeah. There's one more I need to bring, but I gotta think. Um, who would I who would I want? Trying to keep it somebody recent, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I'm so bad with remembering names. I can remember the faces, but mm. you know what? Who I'd like who? as the muscle? Ozzy. Ozzy. For no reason nice. other than, or no, 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 Malcolm. 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 Malcolm's a good Malcolm, choice. Malcolm, I just. Well, at least him. with Malcolm, you get, you know, so brawn and brains. Exactly. Like, and so, like, he'd probably totally beat me at everything, you know, and, and, like, vote me out or whatever, but I feel like we'd have fun in the process. I feel like he's somebody that I could have fun playing with. Even if we, like, hate each other in-game, I feel like it'd be, like, a mutual understanding that, like, this is a game we're having fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Malcolm would be a good asset to have on your track. Yeah. Um, See, I'm trying to think of like somebody that's only played once, but made it really far and mm. can you know make it far again. I'm trying to think, who would I want? Um, who's who's that one girl from Edge of Extinction? Mm, I don't They're know. Really good. Um, Lauren. That's one thing. Lauren. The I other Lauren. Lauren yeah. McConnell. Um, <laughs> she was Kelly Wentworth's buddy on uh... Edge of Extinction. Made it really far. Another great social player and another challenge threat. Yeah. So, I like. I actually like where my tribe is because it's like a bunch of people who are good at challenges but also have sharp minds. So, mm. usually you only get like one out of two, but in some cases you can get both. Yeah. If you were on Survivor, where do you think your strength would lie? Social brains, like social strategy or challenges? Or something else that maybe I've not thought of. Well, I'm thinking probably either social or strategic. Mm. Um, because I've already said to myself, if I ever got cast, I made it and I found an idol, I would not tell a soul. Yeah. Um, I would keep it to myself and shock everyone that when I strategy. played it. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody that I found an idol. I made that resolve. Gotcha. And... Um, then the other thing, I think socially I'd be good because I like having personable conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And you have plenty of time to do that. Oh, so much. So I like having that time where you can actually talk to people. And it, it is such a great time to talk to people because you don't have to worry about so many other things. Like, you don't have to worry about having to leave because you're stuck there. And yeah. um, you don't have to go to work. You don't have to go to class. You don't have to worry about your phone or anything. You don't All have you to have pay to do for is gas. Worry about keeping the fire going. Worry about keeping the fire going, that's finding it. food and fishing, cooking some bananas. That's all you got to do. That's that's the only thing survive. That's the only challenge in Survivor. It's cooking some bananas. There's nothing else. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you need. Learn yep. how to cook a banana. Yeah, learn how to cook a banana. <laughs> Ew, but I can't cook imagine it well. how gross cooked bananas are. Well, I guess they have like fried 
I don't know. Okay, I imagine I, I imagine there are fried bananas somewhere. I we wanna, just haven't found them yet. I want to go home and cook a banana now. You want to go cook a banana? I think I might do that tonight. You might do that before you go to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I might have to or else I won't be able You realize to you're going to have to tell the podcast how it was. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah. Cook anything. Give Danny's, me a challenge. She's going to either roast, bake, or fry a banana. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna put it in a pan on the stove. You're going to pan fry it? I'm going to pan fry it. She's going to pan fry a banana. Yeah. We're going to find out if it's possible, number one. My parents are going to kill me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it will make for okay. some great comedy, though. I uh, give, give me a challenge. If you want me to try to cook something random, let me know. Yeah. If you want to cook something <laughs> random. I'll try it. Maybe you should start filming it and putting it on my non-existent YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that would be interesting. If you could fry a banana, I've, uh, I've tried to. I've tried some pretty interesting. Pancakes. But you gotta think about what you're gonna fry it with. And I'm oh, talking well. about as your seasoning. Okay, here's what I would do. I would do it in batches. You have to have a plain control batch. Yeah. And then you'd have chili powder, taco seasoning. I've been putting taco seasoning on everything, and it's so good. I'm obsessed with taco seasoning right now. on chicken. I've been baking so chicken. So that's the reason we're running seasoning. out of it at Walmart. Yes, it's all me. <laughs> I, I need so much taco seasoning. Um, I could dip it in something and then fry it. Mm. Have you ever had warm peanut butter and jelly? Warm peanut okay, butter like and jelly. Okay, like grilled cheese. You know how you make grilled cheese? Yeah. Instead of the cheese, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. It's so good. But yeah. something similar to that with bananas. Try it peel on, peel off. Well, here's the thing. If you're eating grilled cheese, yeah. like... Do you have like a topping of choice, like with just cheese? cheese? Just cheese. I hate everything else on it. I only like cheese. Do you do you keep it just one cheese, or do you put like a cheese okay. conglomerate on My your? My family only eats two types of cheese, <laughs> basically. We eat Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack, and and but it's like the mixed one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. It's. I don't know names. I'm not good at cheese. I'm not a cheese person. Um, um, and then mozzarella. Because then you guys I, eat pizza all the time. Yes. <laughs> I I will eat pizza gladly every meal. Um, but who – I will never put mozzarella on a grilled cheese. That is not happening. That is not going in my mouth. Yeah. I hate that. I Mozzarella's on thin ice with me. I, I'm not a mozzarella fan. I love mozzarella. Um, though my mom has started – well started she's been doing it for like a year now getting shredded cheese normally you know you get like the craft like cheese square the cheese like yeah. product that you put on a sandwich um and recently she's been getting shredded cheese and doing shredded cheese on the grilled cheese which tastes fine i mean it's all cheese it melts together yeah. anyways well imagine um you're surprised if you came across a grilled cheese sandwich that had seven different cheeses on it I'm not opposed to trying that, as long as it's not, like, heavily, like, Parmesan or mozzarella. Well, I came across an old episode of Man vs. Food where the challenge was you had to eat a stack of ten grilled cheese sandwiches. Wow, in one that, bite? That had seven different cheeses <laughs> on it. Ew, wow. And it was, like, a bunch of international cheeses, too. Like, there was Provolone, Swiss, Comte, Gouda, wow. Gruyere. I've never had any of those. I've had goat cheese once. An extra sharp cheddar as oh, well. extra oh. sharp. <laughs> I just remember this story. When I was a waitress at camp, um, we were doing, we do like buffet lines some days. Normally the meals were like served family styles, but there were lunch on Wednesday and Thursday were outside and they were like picnic buffet lines. 
and um, we had cheese. It was like chili dogs or something. And so we had cheese. And this kid comes up to my friend and looks at it and goes, what kind of cheese is this? And she goes, I don't know. And he goes, I think it's extra sharp cheddar. And she's like, oh, yeah, I think it might be cheddar. He's like, no, I can smell it. This is extra sharp. And then the kid just like walked away. <laughs> it was really weird, but that kid has like burned into my brain. He was just he he could smell the extra sharpness. Of you could the smell the extra sharpness of that yeah. cheddar. But was it extra sharp cheddar or extra I think sharp it was actually. white cheddar? It was not white cheddar. Yeah, white cheddar's where it's at. I've never had white cheddar. White cheddar's good. My I've never had. I need I need to go on like I need to go to like France, fancy get like a charcuterie board. I probably said that so wrong. But like one of those cheese A smorgasbord of cheese. Yeah. I just need to like taste test all the cheeses. Yeah. I gotta tell you something. I'm lactose intolerant. I shouldn't do that. Sorry. Continue. I gotta tell you something really cool. Yeah. I'm honestly thinking about adapting one of my favorite TV shows into a play. Ooh. What yeah. show? Have you ever heard of a little show called Justified? Nope. It's my all-time favorite TV show. Nice. And it's about a deputy U.S. marshal who lives in Kentucky and finds himself in the middle of a bunch of crime syndicates, some of which have ties to his family. Ooh. Um, and so what I'm t- doing is adapting a storyline from the second season. I'm trying to look at adapting it into a stage play. Cool. And I'm debating a title for it. I'm either going to call it The Moonshine War, which bears its name of a book that was written by the same guy that created the Justified characters, um, or... The title of the popular song, You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive. Interesting. Yeah. And so, I've got, so far I've like made all of my character descriptions, and I started on the plot a little bit, because I'm trying to condense 13 episodes yes. into like a <laughs> two and a half hour stage play. Yeah, that can be hard, but let me know how, how it's going. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, so ultimately it starts when um, the U. The main guy who's the U.S. Marshal, his name's Raylan, and um, Timothy Oliphant played him on the show, and he and his fellow marshals have just arrested a sex offender with links to uh, the Bennett clan, Um, and Raylan's family, the Gibbons family, and the Bennetts have a feud that's kind of similar to the Hatfields and McCoys. Gotcha. Where they, like, absolutely despise each other. Yeah. But there's a hold... Uh, air quote hold uh, placed on the feud by uh, some of the mothers who want to leave it at bay. Yeah. But there's still a tremendous amount of tension. Exactly. In spite of the hold. Romeo and Juliet. There's there's no Romeo and Juliet. There ain't no love story (laughs) here. family drama. Yeah, it's family drama. But um, anywho, um, because Raylan is a deputy U.S. marshal, he believes in... uh, Justice. He mm-hmm. definitely believes in justice. Sometimes unconventional justice. Ooh. He's the type of marshal that will shoot when provoked. <gasps> um, oh dear, in this day and age. Yeah, but I guess from rural Kentucky, it's kind of okay. I don't know. Yeah, hmm. but anyway, you know, it's based on the books. Uh, Elmore Leonard is the author, and he wrote all the books that the Raylan character came from. That eventually turned into the TV show Justified. Cool. So it's going to say, like, on all the pamphlets if it comes out, like, based on the books by Elmore Leonard and the award-winning TV series Justified on FX. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought about calling it You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive because there's a certain stigma, and it's even said in the song, like, 
you'll come to Harlan, but you'll, like, stay. Like, if you leave Harlan alive, they're going to ask you why. Interesting. Yeah, apparently it's a hard town to get out of. Yeah. There's a, there are a lot of myths with Harlan. Uh, the biggest one, um, it's a, it was a big coal miners town. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. apparently there are, uh, lots of, you know, oil and minerals yeah. there. So some people from the North came down wanting to get rich. They didn't leave Harlan alive. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That sounds cool. Yeah. And scary. It's a, cool. it's a Western, but not a conventional, not a conventional Western. Uh, by any means we love breaking stereotypes well there are a lot of females like in this this thing Uh, roles for women because um raylan uh he he, he's an interesting character you'll like this character okay uh because if i ever one of these days i'm gonna have you sit down with me and watch a few episodes of the tv show okay so you can get a vibe but raylan is a very strange dude but yet he's a smart dude he's good with a gun and he's good with his fists but <laughs> so some of the women he has in his life, uh, they they're not afraid to reprimand him. Good, and, they uh, be. Least of all his ex-wife, um, who he's still wow. ma- who he is still madly in love with, <gasps> and she in turn still loves him. What? Why are they not together? Because she doesn't trust him, <gasps> and oh. the reason why she doesn't trust him is because she doesn't like his job. She doesn't like oh. that he's a U.S. marshal. She thinks his job is too dangerous, and that he gets himself into too much trouble, and that it was too much for her. That might be true. But yet she still loves to, but yet she still clings to him, and she still loves having sex with him, and stuff like that. Oh my. Yeah. And Raylan, in turn, still really loves her. That's so sad. Even though he gets really annoyed by her constant interference, you know, even though they're divorced, they're still in love. It's kind of a cruel irony. It's really frustrating. Yeah. I'm fr- so frustrated. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, some of the characters in uh, the play, I mean, we talk about Raylan and his ex-wife, Winona. And, Winona. Uh, and then um, there's Boyd, who's like the main antagonist, Boyd Crowder. <laughs> he and Raylan went to high school. Uh, they played baseball. Ooh. Dug in the coal mines together for a few years. Yeah, but then went, around in the coal mines. But then went two different ways in life. Ooh. Raylan went on the side of the law. Boyd turned to crime. So, oh. yeah, they were on opposite Juxtaposition. sides. Juxtaposition. Yeah. And Boyd kind of lives a double life because when he's <gasps> out on the streets, he's like a really ruthless criminal. But then when he's behind bars, he becomes like the ultimate prison minister. Interesting. Yeah. So he's constantly telling people we about the gospel. love controversy. So he's constantly telling people about the gospel behind bars, but then when he gets out on the street, he forgets all of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a free man. So he's like, he's constantly in and out of prison as a wow. result. Um, and then it gets even more complicated when he starts romancing. Well, <gasps> not so much he, but she, the girl romancing him, was his former sister-in-law. Okay, I thought you were going to stop the sister, and I was like, what? <laughs> Well, sister-in-law isn't like much better, but at least well, she was married to his brother. Yeah, and then she killed him (gasps) because he was abusing her verbally and physically. Well, so she killed him. Yeah, and Boyd wanted to kill her, but then in a weird turn of events, Ava ended up helping him. Oh, and then it turned into romance. Oh my! Kind of similar to Beauty and the Beast, but kind of not. Yeah. What drama lies in this town? The, Goodness. It's Harlan. It's Harlan. It's Harlan. 
Yeah, and then of course some of the other characters oh, are Harlan. Are the marshals that he works with. Yeah. Um The townsfolk. You gotta have some townsfolk. Yeah. Including uh the first uh African American woman marshal in Ooh. Harlan, um, who constantly reminds Wayland that he would never get away with the stuff he pulls if he was not white, um, male and handsome. Probably true. Yeah. So yeah. It's amazing what being what looking like Prince Charming does for you. Yeah. Gets you out of a lot of things. I knew a guy who looked like Prince yeah. Charming and boy did he use that to like literally people would yeah. always be like, You could play him at Disney World. And you could play him at Disney boy, World. Boy did he use that to his advantage. Yeah. Which character would you play at Disney World if you could? Well, realistically or in my dreams? Both. Realistically, I could only play like Tinkerbell because I'm too short. <laughs> I'm five two, and I think you have to be like five four to like five seven to play any of the princesses. If you're like five three and under, you can play like Wendy, Alice, and. But Tinkerbell. you could be Wendy. Though. I could be Wendy or Alice. You, I do that. You could be Wendy. I could see you as Wendy. I, I've never actually watched. The original Peter Pan. Have you ever heard the story about a girl who played Wendy at Disney World? And fell in love with Peter Pan? And the guy who played yes. Peter Pan, they fell in love and got married? Um. Okay, yeah. so I used to be big into the Disney photography blogs on, like, Tumblr and stuff. And um, they were, like, the, the most popular people on those blogs. Yeah. It's a great story, though. Man, imagine That's meeting your significant other at Disney World. Cosplaying. Exactly. <laughs> like, at work. That'd be so much fun. Like, it gives yeah. you a reason to enjoy work. Yeah. Speaking of Disney World, yeah. uh, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Um, next year, of course, next year is uh, 2021. Yes. Um, the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of the opening of Disney World. And they've already released some renderings uh, about the changes they're making to the welcome signs. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, it's a really dark shade of blue and gold. Mickey and Minnie, of course, are still there. Have to be. You can't have Disney without Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, and then it still has the banner underneath the sign that says the most magical place on Earth. Which True. is Which I don't think truer words have ever been more spoken. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely magical. But October 1st, 2021, will have marked 50 years since Walt Disney World was wow. open to the public. And um, I can only imagine that hopefully by then COVID will be gone and that everybody can go storm the castle <laughs> and run all the rides. storming the castle. Because I want to be there at the 50th anniversary. I want to be there so bad, like I can't even I'm say I'm going to be there in January. Yeah, she's going in January Which without me. technically the 50th year, so... You better get yourself some 50-year merchandise. I'm, I want to buy a hoodie. That's really the only thing I'm going in, like, wanting to buy. I want to buy snacks in Epcot. Yeah. But, and, okay, we're going to Hollywood Studios. Yep. And I heard that there's a Muppet section. Yeah, there is. Muppet Vision Theater. Is there a Muppet gift store? There may be. There better be, because, listen, I would think there if is. they have any Gonzo merch, I'm buying all of it. Gonzo? I Gonzo's relate, your favorite Muppet. I relate to Gonzo so much. <laughs> Literally, some of the outfits he wears, I have almost the exact outfits. Like, Twin Flame. My Twin Flame is Gonzo from the Muppets. I've always been a doc. <laughs> I've always been a Doctor Teeth on the Electric Mayhem. <gasps> okay, yeah. I love them too. Janice is one of my favorites. Yeah. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem are good. Mayhem, uh, Mayhem. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah. Yep. I, I would love to have Dr. Teeth on the show if I could. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my word. How much fun would that be to have a Muppet? 
Their Dr. Teeth would be the greatest interview What if we ever. were Muppets? I don't know if I want to be a Muppet. What if they made a Muppet of you? Based I don't on know your if, aura. I don't know if I'd be loony enough to be a Muppet, though. Yeah. You think, I, you think so? Could. You don't have to be loony to be a Muppet. Scooter's yeah. a Muppet. Scooter isn't loony. Hmm. That was a good point. Not, not all of them are loony. Sweetums yeah. is one of my favorites. Sweetums. Huh? I love Sweetums. Mm. I love an, I love Animal. Animal yes. always cracks me up. Yes, yeah. so good. Swedish Chef. I saw the Swedish Chef in the Smithsonian, <laughs> and I had to take a picture of it specifically. I didn't take a picture with it, which is stupid, but Swedish Chef is very nostalgic to me. Yeah, you're going to have to see if you can find that gift story at Disney oh, yes. World when you go. Yes. Real quick, we got to talk about, you know, the things that are happening at Disney in 2021. Yeah. Um, renovations uh, that match yes. the recently repainted Cinderella's Castle. Yes. It's also going to be used uh, for the Magic Kingdom Park Auto Plaza. Um, Ooh, those are words I don't understand. Yeah. Inside the Magic Kingdom Park, uh, renovations have been completed on winding the pathway. <gasps> Between Sleepy Hollow and Liberty Square, and nice. Philhar Magic and Fantasyland, as well as installing a new entrance into Tomorrowland. Yeah. Which is uh, my personal favorite area in the park. Huh. Yeah. Some rides have been closed due to maintenance, such as the uh, People Mover. I love yes. the People Mover. I've never been on it. People Mover is nice. Like, it's something that you, your mom and your sisters could sit down and just... It's a good breather because you can sit down, yeah. enjoy the ride. It just takes you around Tomorrowland. It's neat. Um, let's see. Speculation is that the new Tron roller coaster will be ready in time for the big Wait, celebration. Wait, why are they making a Tron roller coaster? Are you not familiar it's with Tron? The... No, I know what Tron is, but I feel like it's not that popular. Well, did, I don't, I don't... have you not heard of the Tron light cycle coaster in China? No. Yeah, Shanghai Disney has it. Oh. Yeah, the Tron light cycle. Okay, and... China Disney? Yeah. Is killing it. Have you seen, like, video footage of their Pirates of the Caribbean ride? I haven't seen it, no. Oh, my gosh. They have this one room where it's, like, you're still in the boat, but the room is, like, screens, and it's, like, the whole Davy Jones battle thing, and so there's, like, waves, and it's really intense and really cool. I think They're Davy killing Jones it in awesome. the technology game. Yeah, they are. Um, and also the Star Wars uh, Galactic Star Cruiser yes. Hotel opens up next year. <gasps> Ooh! Yep. The Ratatouille ride is supposed to open at some point. Yep. In Epcot. I want to ride it. I really hope it's open by January. Yeah. And there's also uh, other things going on at Epcot. Um, they're constructing a new pavilion for mm -hmm. live events. Um, and they're also cre recreating the Dreamer's Point to view yes. the World Showcase. Yes. Have you read about that? Um, I haven't really read much about okay. that. Okay. So if that's the same thing I'm thinking of, I was reading about it last month. Um, I think it's going to be three stories. And the Spaceship Earth, is that what it's called? Spaceship Earth, yeah. Spaceship Earth is going to drop you off in the second floor. And it's going to be all that there. The top floor is going to be like a park, like a rooftop park with seating to see the whole world showcase. And with apparently the best view of the fireworks. The first floor, I think, is going to be like some cafes or like gift shops, something like that. That would be but a good idea. they're also redoing their fireworks show, and they said it's going to be the biggest yeah. fireworks show in any of the parks globally. Yeah, well, I I was kind of heartbroken when I heard Epcot got rid of Illuminations. Yeah. Because I loved Illuminations. I thought it was a great show. Uh -huh. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. 
but I guess uh, they felt the need to update it, at which point I will still go with it. Oh, yeah. I look forward to checking it out someday. That's going to be great. Um, I will say this. They can make as great a fireworks show as they want. It's going to be tough to top Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. I mean, we'll see. If this is the biggest fireworks show Disney has ever done, Yeah. it's going to be good. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I, I look forward to seeing it. I look yeah. forward to seeing it. And we look forward to seeing you on the next round yeah. uh, of the social game. We thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure to follow us on social media once we get it going. Yes. So, um, yeah, we love you guys, and we wish you all uh, hugs and cheers. Yes, uh, and, and a good night's sleep. Yes, Danny will get a no good night's sleep. No matter what time this. of day it is, sleep well tonight. All right, take care, you guys. We'll see you around. Bye.